Brennan just finished his first Arizona signing day, and there's a lot to break down, and uh, there's some stuff that does still remains, but we're going to get to all of that here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. This show is brought to you by FanDuel. Check it out, fanduel.com slash locked on. All right, we got a lot to get to this show, but we are going to go very heavy on Arizona football signing day, duh, because there is a lot to get to. And overall, now, um, going back and forth with a couple people on Twitter, you got to remember a couple things here before we get into this and, you know, saying, oh, well, why isn't Arizona more highly ranked? Um, listen, Brent Brennan took over this job two weeks ago, two and a half, three weeks ago, whatever the case may be, um, this, and so that December signing period, like a guy on Twitter kept trying to mention, didn't really mean anything because again, um, Jed Fish could Jed Fish left and he took a lot of players or he took a lot of the signees with him. He took Audric Harris with him. He took, uh, Demond Williams with him. I mean, I, you know, uh, retook Rashawn Clark. I can keep going. He took a lot of players with him. Now, some players did stay, and we're going to get to those players. But overall, it's not really fair to say that Brent Brennan, you know, couldn't do this because he's been doing this for two and a half, three weeks. Now, um, you look at Arizona's roster, and there is a lot to like. There is um, now. You at, at the running back, or excuse me, at the uh, quarterback spot, everybody knows you've already got Noah Fafita. Noah Fafita is a monster. Noah Fafita is uh, going to be one of the best players in college football at receiver. Everybody knows about T-Mac, and you got a wealth of uh, experience in other positions as well. Then on the offensive line, you got a lot of talent there as well. Um, and uh, we'll break all of that down. Um, but uh, there were some, uh, there were certainly some uh, positions though that needed to be able to be addressed in a uh, in a big way. And uh, let's should we start on defense or offense? Tell you what, let's start on defense um, because that is the position where Arizona did lose a lot. You lost Deuce Davis, uh, who is probably going to be your starting pass rusher. You also lost uh, uh, Isaiah Ward. Your other starting pass rusher, they both went to Washington. Boo. But we like dudes a lot. So that's uh, uh, neither here nor there. Um, but so at the uh, so at the line or at the uh, linebacker spot, or excuse me, at the lineman spot, here's what you got. Right now, you got Big Bill Norton coming back. BBN, uh, his his hype video came out. And check it out, by the way. His hype video was fantastic. All kinds of cool stuff out of BBN. Um, and But then that's kind of what you had. You had Dan, you had Tai Tai Uyagalele, who I believe is going to be your other starting defensive end. He, I believe, is going to have a breakout year. Not only do I believe he's going to have a breakout year, I think he's going to be very, very good. Um, big fan of uh, Tai Tai Uyagalele and what he can do. But you had to get, uh, you had to fill out some other positions. And the first one is pass rusher, because again, keep in mind, you lost Deuce, you lost Isaiah Ward, and you bring in Trey Smith. Trey Smith can play. Um, Trey Smith, uh, San Jose State, it might have been one of San Jose State's handful of best players last year. 
a guy that's probably going to play in the NFL, 6'4", 255, 260. You look at his numbers, 70 tackles, you know, 15 tackles for loss, six and a half sacks, had a monster game against SC, et cetera, et cetera. Trey Smith is good. Um, and Trey, uh, and Trey Smith has multiple years to play as well. So you can probably just kind of plug him in and play him and you're going to be good. Um, there's, like I said, Trey Smith is good. Trey Smith, uh, he's strong. He's got that quick twitch to him. Uh, just like I said, a lot to like about what Trey Smith brings to the table. And um, like I said, and he's a, he's an Arizona native as well, but, um, a lot of people say, well, you know, will that translate to the uh, the Power 5 level? That's always a fair question. But um, when I look at players like this, I generally wonder or I generally think to myself, how, you know, are, how good are their stats? Because if their stats are really good, there's obviously a, uh, there's obviously an upside to them that uh, maybe some other players don't necessarily possess. His stats were really good. Um, and he was obviously all over the field. When you're all over the field and your stats are really good, that's something that certainly catches my attention. Trey Smith, though, I think he's going to be an absolute, uh, I think he's going to be a monster, and I think he's going to end up playing in the NFL at some point. Um, you got to, like I said, uh, I look at it and I'm saying, all right, what can you what can you provide? And like I said, I like Deuce Davis a lot. You will never hear any Deuce Davis slander from me because I think he's going to be I think he's going to be really really good. But you know, I was thinking for Deuce next year, six and a half, six sacks, six and a half sacks. I think Trey Smith. I think that that's a very very uh, comparable. Um, comparison from a statistical aspect, get something like those six and a half sacks, something like that. Um, and just kind of be that, uh, kind of be that, uh, uh, you know, that pass rusher. Then uh, after that, Kevon Darton, um, this will probably be your, uh, your other defensive lineman, um, out of Syracuse, Dino Babers connect. Thank you, coach Babers. Um, now, listen, he's kind of an odd build, 5'11", 270, but I don't care because he's in college. So that, again, just means next to nothing for me. Kevon Darton, though, very, very good. Um, last year, he had five sacks as an interior lineman at Syracuse. That would have graded him out as one of the better players on Arizona this past year. Um, he's coming here, and I think that that solidifies that, uh, that down line. So you're going to have at the edges, you're going to have Uyagulele, and you're going to have uh, uh, Trey Smith. Then on the interior, you're going to have BBN, Big Bill Norton coming back, my friends, Big Bill Norton, and uh, Kevon Darton. That's good. Now, uh, Arizona's just got to get more depth. That's that's the thing. Um, again, I'm not really breaking any news, but as th those four are fine. Totally cool with that, but... The thing I think the thing that helped Arizona a lot this past year was the depth and the fact that you had guys that were coming in, rotating in and out of the lineup and um, and they were good. And I think that's you want to be able to keep guys fresh. And but again, you got the starters, you got two plug and play guys. So I got to give a big, uh, big shout out to uh, uh, Brent Brennan and staff for being able to get that done, because that wasn't uh, the easiest thing in the world. And again, as we know, as we know better than anybody here at Arizona, defensive linemen are not the easiest uh, position to find far from it. Defensive linemen can be very difficult to find. Um so there was uh that was obviously a nice little um that was obviously a nice little get. Um but again, you're going to have to be resourceful. Now, uh it's not over. Keep in mind, the portal is essentially opening up two more times. So, um like we say, 
your roster is not really done until about August. So you got the roster right now that you need, or excuse me, you were able to help some of that, but you got to get more linemen. Now, um, there are some, uh, we're going to talk about some of the more of the positions of concern, but first we're going to continue to address some of the positions that were impacted and uh, Arizona got a couple really good ones, but First, FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash locked on, my friends, FanDuel. All right, now, you can put down five bucks, and if that bet wins, you get $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy, FanDuel.com slash locked on. There's nothing more enjoyable than uh, than betting on some sports and knowing that you've got that money's good, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to go meet somebody, you know, three doors or, you know, three streets down and then hide behind a dumpster and then exchange money. You don't have to do any of that. FanDuel says we are here to cut out the middleman. And uh, so, again, check it out. FanDuel.com slash locked on. You will thank me later. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, now, let's talk. Let's move back over to the running back position here. Um, all right, Arizona has actually got Arizona's got a lot of uh, a lot of quick, talented dudes. I'm super excited that Fam Rayshon Speedy Luke is back. Everybody knows that I'm a big fan of Fam and. I think Fam's going to break out this year. I thought Fam should have been used more in the past. I watched Fam, and um, I think he's one of the fastest players in all of college football. And not only is he one of the fastest players in college football, I think he's one of the more elusive as well. Um, when he was given opportunities, you could see that speed. You could see that burst. That's some next-level stuff. So Fam is back, obviously. And then you got Brandon Johnson as well. Keep in mind, there are a couple guys we can't forget about before we get to the new dudes. Brandon Johnson out of Palmdale, sprinter speed, very, very good. Um, he's going to be right in that mix. And then Jordan Washington, uh, four-star kid out of Los Angeles. I think a lot of people thought that he would end up going to Washington. He did not. He said, I will stay here and I will back the A. So he is back in the A. We are very happy that Jordan Washington is uh, decided to stay because, again, he is very good. And not only is he very good, he's also the dude who um, – you know, he could kind of be fam 2.0 replacement uh, eventually. I think that he uh, Washington needs to redshirt. Um, he's definitely undersized. He's probably about, what, 170. That's difficult. Um, but when you're, especially in the running back, but I think that he's got a very nice future. I just think that he's probably going to have to redshirt this year, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that he would probably have to redshirt at any program just because he's not that big. Just kind of the way it is. It's kind of it's the evolution of life, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but Arizona got two big time running backs. Why don't we start with uh, Quali Conley, uh, San Jose State? Uh, he came along. I think it, most people knew that he was going to come along with Brent Brennan. He um, he's last couple of years he's flirted with a thousand yards and he's averaged uh, almost seven yards per carry. He's good. Now listen, a lot of times when guys come over from smaller schools. Um, I don't know what to expect, but especially with running backs, I'm always curious about their yards per uh, your, their yards per attempt or their yards per rush. And I think that he's a dude that um, I think he's a guy that is very, very uh, um, he can do a lot. Now he's a little bit bigger than fam. He's about 200, 202 pounds, but 
he's certainly proven during his time at San Jose State that he can play football and he can play football at the highest level, or he can play football. And he did it really well against SC as well. So again, you gotta like uh, you gotta like what uh, Quali Conley can bring to the table. Um, got one year remaining here, so you know that he's going to be super super motivated, and he's shown. So again. He's a guy that uh, I think a lot of people should be very excited about. Then you got New Mexico, New Mexico State transfer Jacory Crosby Merritt. Interesting story. Started out of Alabama, went to a New Mexico State. Obvious, absolutely killed it. Um, Seventeen touchdowns, twelve hundred yards. A little bit bigger dude, about five eleven, two ten, something like that. If if this is going, this is probably going to be the closest you're going to get to that bruiser. That, uh, but again, he's a. Uh, He's coming here and he's looking to take names. Um, he was one of the best transfer uh, running backs on the market. And not only that, um, you watch him and you know that uh, he kind of looks like he's got NFL ability. Now, it's uh, I think it's difficult a lot of times to get guys in the portal that you could say, all right, they probably have NFL ability. But I think that's certainly the case with Corey. Um what you know with all these guys, you kind of wonder what is their uh, what is their ability to be able to pass catch out of the backfield, things like that. But I think there is a uh, there's U of A is rightfully very very excited about what he can bring to the table because he got a little bit of that next level type feel to it. So I look at this running backs room now, and again they needed to add some players, but I look at this running back room now, and I'm I'm excited about what they got because you've already got you got Fam who's going to be your you know, your eight to 12 to 13 touch per game guy, whether that's catching it out of the backfield, whether that's rushing, whatever the case may be, kicking kick returns. I would have fam return every kick return, Rayshon Speedy Luke. Um, but then after that, you've also got Quali Conley and Shakori Crosby Merritt. I mean, that's a pretty good tro- uh, troika. I don't know that it, I don't know that it's quite as good as uh, Jonah Coleman, uh, Michael Wiley, and uh, DJ Williams, but. I'll go the other way. I don't know that it isn't as good either. So there's a lot of potential there. Brent Brennan did a very, very nice job as far as being able to, uh, as far as being able to hold on to those players. And I think you're going to see the, uh, I think you're going to see a very nice running backs rotation there with all of those dudes. Then after that, you know, uh, Arizona still has a lot of positions that it has to address, or not a lot of positions, but it's got positions it's got to address. But on the offensive side, I think Arizona's ready to go. Um, at quarterback, obviously, you got Noah Fafita. At wide receiver, you got T-Mac. After that, you got Malachi Riley, Kevin Green, um, Montana Lamonius Craig, A.J. Jones. We will not forget A.J. Jones. Um, and then at tight end, you got Kean Burnett. You got Dorian Thomas. And then at uh, uh, the offensive line, that's where it's fascinating to me because I think a lot of people thought that the offensive line was going to uh, – I think a lot of people thought the offensive line was um, was going to be in a spot where – you're going to lose some dudes, whether that was Jonas Sabanea, whether that was Wendell Moy, um, because, again, these dudes are high-level players. Jonas Sabanea especially is going to be a first-round pick. I mean, that's what they look like. But Arizona was able to hold on to four out of the five. So you're, you pretty much know what your starting line is going to be. You're going to have Josh Baker at center. You're going to have Wendell Moy at uh, – I almost said shooting guard uh, – at uh, – you're going to have Wendell Moy at guard. Then you're going to have Jonas Savinea at the other guard. And then you're going to have probably Raymond Polito at uh, right tackle. And then Alex Deuce, the Deuce boost 
um, who has decided to stay as well at left tackle. Now, again, with Deuce, it's going to be fascinating to see what he can do because, you know, he was a he, he wasn't a highly rated kid and he ended up going to Northwestern, but he's a big guy. And the previous coaching staff, whatever you want to say about him, the previous coaching staff did a very, very good job of uh, develop or of uh, analyzing talent and Deuce, uh, Deuce was somebody that was the top tackle on their entire board. So that means a lot to me. I know that uh, it's crummy how Jetfish left, but they were good at that stuff. But if they, uh, then on the uh, on the def- on the defensive side, um, where uh, we went through that, but you're going to have to get the line. You're going to have to get the line. Uh, you're going to have to get the line. But there's also some other positions before we get all started here, and we're going to talk about that next. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we got to talk positions of need. Like I said, on the offensive side, I'm pretty good. I think we're pretty set. Um, maybe bring in another quarterback because, but Braden Dorman's back as your backup. Totally good with that. I mean, you got a four star backup there. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, but defensive line, obviously, I'm totally cool with the uh, with the four. But I need um, I need errors. I need more depth because that's just a position where you need depth. Guys go down, things happen. You need to have a little bit more depth there. So I would like to see Arizona continue to address that. Who knows? Maybe somebody like an Isaiah Johnson uh, emerges. Who knows? But on the D line, that's where I would like to. I'd like to see Arizona address that. Then a linebacker. Going to have to bring in another linebacker or two. Listen, Jacob Manu is an absolute stud. We know uh, we've seen that Jacob Manu, if he's an All-American this coming year, I don't think that he would that would surprise anybody in the least. Manu is the man, best way I can put it. Um, and but then I think after that, you're kind of hoping that maybe Leviticus Sua can be that uh, can be that guy. Keep in mind, this is a fringe top 100 kid out of modern day, committed to the U of A. Um, he started playing better as the season went on. Brennan Carroll mentioned him multiple times uh, towards the end of the year as somebody that was playing much, much better football. So I think ideally he would be that dude. And if he can be that dude, then I think you're in pretty good shape. Um, because Manu's obviously a stud and if Leviticus Sua can, uh, you know, play up to the potential that he showed, I think that he's going to be in a good spot as well. Um, now at the safeties, you're, you're golden, maybe get some depth. But between uh, between Gunnar Maldonado, between uh, Genesis Smith, and between Dalton Johnson, you got three difference makers, and they're all difference makers in different ways. Uh, Dalton Johnson's kind of that he can do pretty much everything. Gunnar Maldonado got much better in coverage, but he's definitely somebody that he's he's really good when he can just pop the ball. My bad, Gunnar. By the way, um, I definitely uh, owe Gunnar Maldonado many apologies. Um, and then after that. Uh, Genesis Smith. I think Genesis Smith has the highest upside of the three. I think Genesis Smith's probably going to play in the NFL. Um, so those are going to be three safeties that are going to play a ton. You do not want those guys coming off the field if they don't have to, because they've already proven it. And I think by this time we know what they can do. Um, but then at the corner, then it's, then it's a little more dicey. I expect Cario Davis to come back, um, to Cario Davis, um, Cario Davis is a he's a player who um ha, you know has NFL ability. I mean he led the conference in pass deflections this past year. He's good. Cario Davis is a good good football player. Um 
And uh, I expect him to come back. He's obviously would be that number one corner that Arizona sorely needs to remain on the roster with the loss of Ephesians Prysock. And then after that, Trayton Stooks. Uh, Stooks is a fantastic nickelback. Um, he is, uh, he's probably one of the best nickelbacks in the entire country. Um, and if he's not, he's, you know, he's certainly right there, but you need another bet. You need a couple more boundary corners. Um, and I think that's going to be on Brent Brennan to be able to find those. Who are those guys? Can it be price or is it going, uh, I would imagine you're going to have to hit the transfer portal with this. Um, because again, you lost Ephesians price sock, you lost, uh, Jordan Shaw, and those are two. Those are two obviously big losses that I think Arizona was uh, banking on this uh, this coming year. But that's going to be on Brennan. So again, corner is definitely a spot where Arizona's got to address that, and they got to address that very. Uh, they got to address that quickly because again, you're going into a conference that likes to throw the football around a lot, and you feel really good about almost all the secondary. But you got to get some more pieces in there. You got to get some more guys that can cover. And if you get, can get some more guys that can cover, then I think you're in pretty good shape. But overall, you know, again, it's not necessarily sexy. But I thought this was a good save by Brent Brennan and staff um, because listen, D linemen, as we've seen here at the U of A, time and time again, are the most difficult position to be able to uh, recruit. Not only are they the most difficult position to be able to recruit, they're the most difficult position to get difference makers. Arizona got two no, uh, two proven difference makers. Again, you could say at what level, but Darton at uh, um, uh, excuse me, Syracuse was good, and Trey Smith was an All Conference dude at, in the Mountain West. I get it's the Mountain West, but you take what you can get. Um, but now this next portal, you're going to have to get more corners. You got to get some more corners. But I also have a great deal of confidence in Dwayne Aquina, though, because Dwayne Aquina um, is uh, Dwayne Aquina is about as good a defensive backs coach as there's ever been. And having him there, scouting that, finding DBs would is something that I think Arizona is going to uh, greatly benefit from. Um, and then I'd like to see you get in a couple more linebackers and you got to get some backup defensive linemen. But other than that, I think Arizona is pretty much ready to rock and roll. I mean, I go, I look at Arizona in the big 12 next year. And I think that Arizona along with Utah is going to, uh, I think those are the favorites in the conference and Utah has got a glaring question mark because of Cam Rising. If Cam Rising is good to go, then Utah should be good. But we saw that. You know, he had a major injury and that, you know, he was expected back this past season and he wasn't. So we'll see. But Arizona, I think, like I said, this was a great save by Brent Brennan. And not only was it a great save, I think it's also something where we also know now that Arizona can compete for a Big 12 title with the uh, with the, uh, the talent that it's got. And it's going to be exciting to watch that all unfold. So, again, um, we're, we'll keep bringing you the news as it comes, but wanted to be able to break down signing day and just kind of everything that went down with the U of A because there's so many moving parts. Um, but again, this one's far from over, but the, the template is good. The skeleton is uh, good. And not only that, we're kind of at the stage now where I think that uh, you know that this is going to be a top 15, top 20 program at the very least, which if you're an Arizona fan, you will 1000% take. All right. Now, Coming back on Monday, we're going to uh, dive back into some Arizona basketball, obviously, um, talking about where that seating can be, where Arizona fans should expect this Wildcat team to be. And as always, we're going to keep it on some Arizona football because now we could be a football school as well. But all of you have a great, great rest of your Friday. Again, um, there's a uh, Arizona Colorado coming up. 
There's no better time to back the A. We need everybody out there, everybody making plays. But uh, until next time, I'm your host, Mike Luke, and thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats.